they don't wanna go and lame If they don't think that I'm beautiful If they don't wanna see my face Hello people Hi Good good day and welcome to Conversations with the Emisiolua. I am the Emisiolua and it's such a great pleasure to uh, to be with uh, you again today. You know that I don't take this opportunity for granted. You know, like small boy like me now sharing these uh, thoughts with you. And thank you for always listening. Thank you for all of the feedback and um, responses that I get. Thank you for the comment and thank you for sharing also. I really appreciate that. So I'll get right into today's conversation. Uh, I titled this The Beauty of Tradition. And I know, you know, you might be wondering, okay, beauty of tradition. But this was a thought that I had at a point in my life where I was in between discarding old wisdom, you know, the tradition, the, you know, things, the things we did over and over and over and em- or embracing or changing everything and just as a young person just doing everything in a new way and i had to really ask myself certain questions and this story that i'm about to share illustrates what uh, what i want to what i want to say this story was told to me at a conference that i attended while i was still a pre-degree student of the federal university of technology somewhere in Accra. you know it was on one it was in one of those days i was really in search of meaning and purpose for my life and I was attending every single conference that I could. In fact, some of my classmates would say that I attended more conferences than I came to classes. But, you know, but it worked out anyways. So the man told us a story of um, himself and his wife and the wife's family. So he observed that every time the wife wanted to slice a loaf of bread or cut a loaf of bread into slices she had this consistent way of doing it she did it like clockwork like without flinching without changing she would take a loaf of bread she would cut it into half remove half of it and put it back into the package in the nylon and then leave half of it on the tray and then cut that half into slices remove other slices and then put the remaining half onto the tray and he did not understand why she had to do that because i mean you could just put everything on the tray and then slice it but she did it so consistently that it, it got it got him you know concerned and curious so of course he asked he asked her and then she was like oh i don't know that's how my mother taught me to do it and so this was uh or middle-aged woman who or this is this this was a woman who was doing something she had no understanding of why she was doing it other than the fact that her mom taught her to do it like that so luckily the, the mom was was still alive and you know still young and alive and he took the next opportunity he had to ask the mom and the mom was surprised the mom was like uh, she does that oh I didn't know. I didn't teach her that. It's just the way my own mom taught me to do it. And then the man was like, oh, are you serious? So both of you are doing this. Both of you unconsciously had passed this on to a different generation without understanding just because your mom taught you to do so. And luckily for, for him, the grandmom was still alive. And so 
he you know took the other opportunity i think there was a family function and all of that and then asked the the grandmom said it was like grandma my wife does this she does it like clockwork and when i asked her she said it was your daughter that taught her and then i asked your daughter and she said you taught her so why do you do that why do you why did you teach them this way why did you teach them to cut loaves of bread into in this way and then the woman had a long laugh and was like really that she did not teach anybody anything that it was just the fact that while her daughter was growing up they had a very small tray in the house it was a very small tray that could not contain the loaf of bread all at once if she was going to slice it so she devised a way of cutting it into half keeping half of it and then um, cutting the first half into slices removing that and then putting the other half onto the tray and then cut it because that way was easier to manage you know the slice of bread and then to make use of the small the small tray and she was just wondering why the children took that and then that that you know got to this man that shared the story and then it got to me too and that's the fact that for this is two generations that are taking something that this mom did as a solution to a problem she had and they are taking it as tradition they, they are taking it as um as something that they had to do not even because the mom told them they had to but just because they had seen their mom doing that and they had thought that was the way it ought to be without asking questions without wondering if that was still relevant or if that was necessary for their own reality right now and i think that's what a lot of us do we use um paracetamols today for yesterday's headache so because we have we had headache yesterday and we had to use paracetamol we keep on thinking that today we must also use paracetamol because yesterday using paracetamol was a good thing and that's how we keep overloading our lives with so many things that have no bearing nothing to do with our present life that have no value added to our present life today just because yesterday it was valuable just because yesterday it was necessary just because yesterday it was a good thing but the balance is also that being curious about the reason why we do things also helps us to appreciate the past helps us to understand where we're coming from helps us to understand the sacrifices that had gone into ensuring that today exists you know we appreciate that the paracetamol was significant was useful yesterday the fact that we do not have headache today does not mean or the fact that we do not have headache today the fact that paracetamol is not necessary today does not make us see paracetamol as an unnecessary thing as in mundane you know so it, it, help, it helps us being an anti-conventional thinker being someone who things beyond the box helps us to appreciate the box that used to be and help us to decide if the box is necessary or if we still need to live within that box the two people that i've seen the two categories of people that i've seen who um, may be disadvantaged when it comes to this are those who insist on still using those that the paracetamol of yesterday who still insist on cutting this uh, loaf of bread that way even now that there is a long and large tray 
you know that's one aspect and it's not a good place to be and there are the other people who just discard everything that had to do with the past you know they don't even want to see paracetamol without understanding that there's going to be headache in life and the paracetamol may not be useful today but someday it's going to be useful so that helps us to appreciate people for wherever they are it helps us to appreciate things for wherever they they, they are and oftentimes you will see a lot of young people on social media we just want to do away entirely with the parenting style of yesterday we, we want to do entirely with um the the things we do in the they the did in the church you know back then without trying to understand why those things was necessary without trying to understand what problem it was solving without trying to understand the reality of that but asking this question you know asking the question of why the, the helps us to appreciate our parents you know for what they were for how they were able to manage the situations they were in some of our parents were also dealing with their own personal uh, struggles and the best they could offer at that time was what they gave which does not mean that is the best for us which does not mean we cannot improve on it which does not mean that there are instances where we need to depart entirely from it but it helps us it, it gives us this balance you know this introspective balance where we are critical of the past but we are grateful or we are we are more aware of of what went down and that also helps us because um it helps us to also appreciate change in our own lives to help us understand that some of the things we are doing today because they are working will not make them um, law for the next generation and when we are going to raise our kids we would be able to understand when they begin to when their life requires a different reality from what we currently have you know that's when we are really making progress because a lot of us might run into the trouble of wanting to do everything differently from what our parents did without understanding or come guilty of the same thing our parents were not giving us a, a chance to not accepting the peculiarity of the reality of our own lives you know so i think that it's a skill that everybody needs to understand to be able to ask those questions and to be able to evaluate and ask ourselves what is this going to be um why is this here what what is this necessary for why is this system what was what was this system created for what problem is it was it solving will is it necessary now will it solve today's problem what can we borrow from it what can we learn from it uh, for example in, in in marriage or relationship there's that ten tendency for a lot of us to this is the way my mom cooks rice this is the way we used to do it in our family this is what works in my family unconsciously and then expects that families are supposed to be like that marriage is supposed to be like that women are supposed to be like that men are supposed to be like that which is not always the case it may have worked it may have been you know suitable for that the, that family that generation but this is you 20 30 years after you you are with a different person who has been who has been raised by a different set of standards um, you are living in a different city you are li living at a different time a post-covid-19 time you are, you are living um you know in a different reality and you are still as dogmatic with all the things that happened that you saw in the past and you want to enforce all of them right here because that's how you have known or that's how you saw family to be like it, it wouldn't work like that it wouldn't work like that it's important to ask questions
what worked why did my father act you know how, why did he behave like that how did why did he act like that why was my mom like that why were we raised with that kind of insight what is good about it what problems were they trying to solve how can we develop how, how can we run our own family what problem do we have to face what is peculiar with us what do we want to achieve would those methods work or do we need to make adjustments or do we need to discard some entirely or what are the ones that we need to hold on to you know tenaciously and with this we are setting up ourselves for a progressive life a progressive family a progressive society if we are able to do that there's there's a saying that what an elder will see sitting down a child will not see it even if the child climbs an iroko tree and i used to add that uh the reason that the elder will see beyond what that child can see climbing an iroko tree is not because the elder has a, a better eyesight it's not because his optic nerves are working you know better than that of the child but for the fact that while the elder was a child he had climbed the same Iroko tree and seen everything there was to see and in fact the elder had gone beyond the Iroko tree and gone to those distant lands that the young boy is trying to see and had seen everything for a fact what is there and what is not so he is not blinded by the illusion of distance or the illusion of the skies from the Iroko trees and uh, that helps him to see more that helps um, the elder to see more so it's important that the the child also borrows or learns or um, adapts from the vision of the elder to create a progressive life for himself although these days the roko tree is no more because um, the government would had run to the the city and they had, had taken they had, had to take away the you know the Iroko tree but anyways my point is that we can live a better life uh, more progressive lives if we can be anti-conventional if we can be both introspective and uh, can combine hindsight and foresight you know to help with our current um, situations so that's my thought thank you for listening uh, again this is conversations with the missiolua i am the missiolua please don't forget to share don't forget to uh, send in your comment i love you plenty I shine in a light of my world.